everybody. Welcome back to Life Talk Radio. I'm David Humphrey. And I'm Sean Sellers. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. How's uh how's your week been? Man, I've had a good week, man. I've just been kind of chilling, taking care of business, and just flowing along. Not too bad. Are are you in the United States? You know what? I, I am in the United States. Yes, sir, I am. Uh are you in a bunker? Uh, you know what? I, I am. I'm in my lab, you know, and I'm and I'm doing some research. I'm working on some new projects. So, you know, so I, I'm in my lab getting some work done. Oh, man. Well, I'm glad you're getting some work done because I'm in a bunker. Because if you live <laughs> in Montgomery, if you live in Montgomery right now, you need to be in a bunker. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a sad state right now in the city it, of Montgomery. It, it is. It is. But you know what? I want to be positive. I think it could get better. But you know what? It's going to take little shows like this. It's going to take talking to the people to try, you know, we're doing what we can to try to help our society and our fellow man and, and, you know, family and friends around us. And, uh, it's been a busy week since our last show, you know, we kind of got cut off and then we kind of got busy and you were able to get away and take you a little vacation. How, How do you feel? Man, you know, I you know, I, I felt good. I got a way to get some work done. And, you know, I think that was just a, a, a something I wanted to do and needed to do. And so I feel good, man. I'm ready to get back. And, you know, you know, to me, summer starts a new year for me. It's always been that way. So you kind of begin again and got new projects, new beginnings, and a lot of new avenues. That I'm ready to go down and see what happens. And it's amazing now that we take we, we take time off or we take these mini vacations. To, to get away, but we're actually working the whole time that we're getting away. Kind of odd from when we were, you know, 23, 24. Man, you know what? During those days, we had a good time. And, you know, I think I think as, as we started do, traveling and doing the paranormal work and all that, we was able to mix, you know, work and fun. Yeah. And now at our old age, as we get in our dotage, I mean, you can't really <laughs> mix it. I mean, I just have to have complete focus and and in a relaxed state and places I can, I can just kind of be myself. And, and, and recharge. And you're right. Dotage, man. Golly. I feel like I am a hundred years old. <laughs> um, wow. June is internet safety month. Yes. And it's been, I think they've incorporated that in the past. I don't know. I want to say 10 years maybe, but you know, every month is some type of month. And, and I brought it up, I think June the first or second on my Facebook page. And, you know, we would put stuff out for parents and family and friends that follow us to, you know, take this advice or take this, look it up, look at these different groups throughout the United States that help with Internet safety. Well, the other day I ran into a young mom and and I'm, I'm thinking she's maybe 25, 26. And she asked me, she said, you know, hey, I saw on Facebook about Internet safety. What does that mean? And I was like, wow. Um what does internet safety mean? Well, internet safety is protecting our children to the things that they can see or get on or predators looking for our kids. And it's also a, a time to check up on your kids and see what they're doing as far as these social media sites. And Sean, me and you talk about this almost all the time, almost every show at some, at some fashion. Yeah. You know, the internet safety is a huge thing. I think every day for a parent should be internet safety because at any given time, 250,000 child predators are online searching for young kids, whether it be the games, 
you know, social media platforms such as like your personal stuff. And, and I call it a platform like Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat's getting big, but TikTok has been in. And yeah. I didn't know if you saw where I tagged you the other day about TikTok of how people are now taking the videos and pictures and putting them to different uh, websites. And even they're even going as far as they're on the dark web and parents just really are oblivious to it. What you being our child safety director who yes. you deal with children on an everyday basis and you also coach, you teach, you mentor. You took this project on, which is huge. You have kids of your own. Being a father and a teacher and, and all that that I just said, when you talk about internet safety, even with your kids, does this change you a little bit or are you just, have you gone, have you kind of gone with it as just being that Sean, the parent, or has it changed you to where you're more, I guess, uh, heightened as far as an alert or awareness? with children and your, I really want you to tell me your, your opinions, how you feel about it and what do you do to protect your own as, as well as the kids you teach? Well, first off, I'm a firm believer in prayer and, and make no mistake about it. You don't have to go far on Facebook. You don't have to go far on Twitter. You don't have to go far on TikTok to see where, where there is a spiritual warfare going on in battle and where, where we're being attacked on all fronts. I think as internet safety, I think it should, I would love to see a parental accountability month because that's, that's something that that's, that's extremely important that all parents is I'm quit being the friends and start being the parents. And that's just, you want me to be brutally honest and that, and that, and that's my honest opinion is I think that we're at an age now that, that we are trying so hard because we're battling our ex-wives we're battling. Um, you have split families. You're trying to uh, keep your kids on your side and you can't actually parent the way you want to because the other side won't parent. I think it has to be where parents are going to have to to put uh, pettiness aside, are going to have to come together and going to have to be accountable to their children and quit being their friends and start being their parents. I think we have to be accountable by paying attention to what's on our kids' phones, what mm -hmm. they're doing on their gaming systems, what they're doing on their laptops, where they're at, watching them. I think you don't, I, I guarantee you, you don't have to go far on the kids you know by going to their TikToks, going to their mm -hmm. snaps and seeing they're out drinking, they're out running the roads, they're out doing all these things. And if we're seeing it, why can't the parents see it? So it has to be a huge accountability. And you and I think it has to be stopped. Number one, and you want me this is me being honest, me stepping on toes. Is yeah, it has to, to. It, ha, it has to be stopped at these stores that's in these small towns that's selling to underage kids, that's selling vapes to underage kids, befriending them, allowing them access to them, which is opening the doors for predators. I believe a lot of them are predators that are allowing that to happen. I'm talking about kids that are visibly underage being allowed to be bought alcohol, being allowed to buy vapes, and, and, and everybody knows about it. Nothing's being done. It comes down to an accountability that has to happen, and it has to happen in your home. It has to happen in your community, and you have to get back to the villages got to raise the kids. And I think that that responsibility and accountability is vital for the welfare of our kids if not they're no different than a deer in the in, in the forest waiting to be attacked i mean i mean because they're a prey i mean i mean we're, mm -hmm. we're sending out our kids 
and allowing them to be to be to be preyed upon by predators from from every aspect that you can imagine. These predators are not are not are not some pervert Marlboro cigarettes and all that sitting behind the computer. They're your teachers, they're your pastors, they're your oh, police yeah. officers, they're your attorneys. They 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 have an everyday face. And it's so important to remember that that um, Satan can corrupt scripture. This is a spiritual battle, and it comes a lot of times. Your enemy comes as, as somebody that pretends to be your friend. And I think that, that we have to start uh, – we, 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 we can't be defensive anymore. And I think that you see that in the city of Montgomery, what's happening. Us being on the defensive as, as, as parents, as employees, as students, as citizens is not working. So it becomes a time and a point in our lives that we have to take the offensive. And where do you take that offensive? You take it at home. You take it at home by number one. I'm going to be accountable to myself. If I'm married, I'm going to be. I'm going to be a moral. I'm going to live a more oral, moral, upstanding life. I'm going to be the example that I'm supposed to be within my home as a man. And I'm going to hold my wife accountable to be the example that she's supposed to be. If I'm a single parent, you're not going to see me talk bad about my my spouse. You're going to see me uphold things and take that responsibility on myself. You're also going to start seeing me sit down and talk to my kids about the dangers of what's going on out there and explain to them why I'm fixing to start checking your phone on either daily, weekly, whatever you need to be, start checking and becoming accountable. And how it's going to say, hey, I'm going to have access to all your TikToks, everything else. I'm going to see what you're doing now. And if I don't approve of it, you're going to stop it. Yeah, It's time to become accountable and become proactive. And you know what? The churches have taken a stance where I'm not taking a stance. Come give me your money. Come listen to me talk. But, hey, we're not going to take a stance on that. Those days are over with. It's time to start taking stances on the on, on moral, what's, what, what is morally correct. And, and it has nothing to do with your sexuality. It has nothing to do with any of your belief system. It has to do with, with the simplicities of what God expects us to be in our righteous life. And it's not the Christian God. It, it's the supreme architect of the universe expects us to be. And it all begins with love, respect, and being examples as it should be. And and we have to we have to go out and, and go on the offensive. <laughs> Whew. That was a lot. Okay. All right. All right. Let, I gotta rewind it. All right. Two first, let's start off by one, when we say be honest and, and be, you know, tell everybody the way you actually feel is the way we've been operating since day one. It's it's made us some friends. It's made us some enemies. But I really don't give two shits, really, whether it has or not. That I said when we were going to start this, that we were going full throttle, that we were not going to hold nothing back. A lot of groups throughout the United States hold stuff back because they don't want to because it goes back to money. It goes back to how much income they're making in these nonprofits. And I said I would never do that because you're dealing with children. You're dealing with predators. You're dealing with a moral compass issue. You're dealing with a, uh, as you say, the devil. The devil's right here in front of us, and they're dressed just like we are. They operate just like we do. They blend in, and they're 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 predators. And I told myself, and I prayed on it, and I really figured it out, man, for myself that I would never you know, try to sugarcoat something, dealing with a parent, dealing with a problem, dealing with anything that we do, Sean, and yeah. how we have to be brutally honest. We have to be brutally uh, kind of put it out there and blunt 
because parents don't really understand the younger generation and parents don't understand what we're really talking about. They're not, they're almost oblivious to what's going on, especially with their kids. And then, so we're going to be blunt, honest with that. Moral compass issues and parenting's got some huge problems. There's huge leaks. You can't be the best friend taking your daughter out to the bar at 16 and being the mom and daughter. It just don't work. The alcohol and tobacco and all these other businesses, and I call them shells businesses, that they, they do that on purpose, but it's a society problem. They've blended in to make money in society with social acceptance for our kids that our kids think that's cool to do that. And all it does is open up all these other doors for all this negative impact. Then we ain't even got to the sexual side of it because we still got 14, 15 year old hormones rolling that now they got bullying, social acceptance, trying to feel wanted at school, trying to get parents' attention, trying to keep good grades, play sports. They have all this pressure that I really don't think at all we had, Sean, growing up. And I really thought about it this past week. Hell, I've had a lot of time to really think because I went back and started listening to some of our older shows again. Started taking notes on those and looking at how we basically progressed over the past two years of just society, even a little bit of things in Montgomery, uh, how uh, media and how it's twisted around, you know, and how now sexual preference is put into play. Um, we have all these other enemies against us that are on the forefront. And when I say other enemies, I'm talking about your TVs, the movies, songs, everything's in a twisted stance. And yet a parent should have a parental accountability. I mean, we, we as parents have to be the guardians. And I say this all the time and I said it all last week. Sean, if you're going to have a family out here that's, they're not taking care of their kids and something happens to them, wouldn't you want somebody to stand up for those kids or stand up to go look for those kids or to educate people in that neighborhood? Isn't that, isn't that almost a moral obligation as a human? Yeah. And, you know, I, you know yeah, but, you know, I, I don't really look at it as much as educating. As almost as much as almost like a Paul Revere, where you're going out screaming the British are coming, all you're doing is calling people to arms. This is it's more instead of educating, it's calling people to arms is what you have to do. I mean, it, it this what what I want, what I feel that needs to be done is what the churches should be doing unitedly, and they're not. The churches are the main problem of of, of the feminization of the American man. And we saw that when we was in high school when it began. And then you got TV programming. It's called programming for a reason because we watch these programs and we're getting programmed to believe and accept certain things. We're getting we getting we getting ushered in to an age that 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 we can't fathom what's ahead of us. And, and for us to get out here and preach it, you have to walk it, and you have to call people to arms and get people on this on the same page and working together to start waking people up and paying attention. And that's just it, though. I mean, I guess you're right. I mean, I guess it's to the point to where, hey, we're going to educate you and try to prevent this from happening. But we're also calling you to arms because it is it is a war. It is a war now because it's billions of dollars 
it's you know we're outnumbered versus the predators we're outnumbered versus the elite listen to our show and follow us and friends and family there is a public service announcement video that's about i want to say it's five or six minutes long and you can find it either from our social media links or you can find it on youtube and it's called oblivious psa oblivious Please look that up. Watch that video. If you're a younger family, if you're a younger mom that has daughters, you know, and, and this runs about between the 10, 11, 12-year-old age of when you get a cell phone, please watch the video. It is, it is probably the best public service announcement for Internet safety and phone safety and what will happen, how easy it is to get in touch with, with a small child. It, it's a college student did this as her senior piece and it's phenomenal. I mean, it is absolutely my number one PSA announcement uh, for parents to watch because it has it right there within five minutes of what can happen, what goes wrong. When do you start not paying attention and in our busy everyday life? Um, and then b- back to something else you had said, Sean, with our society and where we're at, have you seen a, I guess, well, let me see how the, I can word this. The, okay, in what we wear, our, our fashion, the fashion culture that we have, have you seen what a lot of these kids are wearing now? Because it just, it actually scares me because I'm not in touch with all of it yet. And I'm amazed by what high school students wear to school. Uh, I'm not scared of, about what the kids are wearing. I'm scared that the parents are allowing them to wear it. Uh, and then they see them wear it. I mean, how can you be mad at these kids? Because these, these are kids and they're being allowed to wear these clothes out there. It's, 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 it's equivalent is that you're, you're, you're allowing Satan to take hold of your family and you're allowing your child to go out there as bait. It's a spiritual battle. It's a warfare. So I mean, we we can we can you can you can't sugarcoat it. You can you can watch any videos you want to. You can send people out there everything you want to do, and we got to do it. It's got to be done. It's a necessity of, of laying the um, bridge out. But I but I, I don't want to lay a bridge out on 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 mud. So in a few years that bridge is going to be rotten. You got to lay a foundation of responsibility, accountability. And respectability of yourself and your family, and we have to start making these changes internally. And if we don't, we're laying we're laying a road without a foundation. And we have to lay a foundation. And and the only way that we can build these roads is start one one block at a time. And and although it might not happen in our lifetime, if we start building it, somebody else will pick up. And you have to look at it as, as what we're trying to do is that we're building like almost like the Great Wall of China. It might take thousands of years, but we're building this. But it has to be built with a foundation of accountability and responsibility within your family. And you have to do it. And how dare you go to church and claim to be a Christian and allow these things to fall? It's town, it has to be time to be accountable and responsible and 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 it's it's it is so frustrating because we're going out and we're we're giving our time our money our efforts every sunday every wednesday we're here we're going here dedicating to a place that will not make us take a stance on one damn thing out there 
But let's bring these youth in here. Let's see youth dress hall here. Let's all be unaccountable. We're not going to make a stance on this. We're not going to take a stance on here. Give us your money. Give us your time. Then let's go home. Everybody get on your phones. And then let the predators come at us. You have to. It's time. It's, it's enough enough. And the only way we're going to fix this is through br- brutal honesty. And that goes back to the money aspect, though. You know, it, it, it's a money thing. You know, it's how much money can this group get? How much money can this? It really don't matter if you're actually trying to do anything morally correct anymore. And that's the sad part that I see on a daily basis of how, how if we get out here and we, we, we go ahead and we, we're trying like one neighborhood at a time or one group at a time, we're trying to help. We get flooded by all the other means. So where do we go? Do we, do we start in our, do we, do we, do we start in, local politics do we start at our local law enforcement agency because another problem that i wanted to ask you about and these are just three three are in the central alabama that i'm following this past not even five days why do we have so many 14 year olds leaving and running away because because where it starts is in your home I mean, when we start, we, 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 what's the problem? We, we want everybody else to raise our kids except us. There ain't no grandmother and grandparents that's stepping true. up raising kids anymore. They like can't. Like it was for us. They can't. No. Now, now we're, wanting, we're wanting the police departments. We want all these things to do something. It, it, it starts in your home, David. It has to start in your home. But, and, and, and you know what? If it takes... If it takes the hand of justice sometime to, to tell your kids this is how it's going to be, it's going to be that way. But you cannot do that after you down a 12-pack of natural light <laughs> and having your swingers party at your house or going out doing this stuff. You cannot do that and expect and expect just and orderly inside your home. There has to be a separation of home and family and what you're doing personally. It has to be a responsibility and accountability. And and, 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 and and you know if you if you if you're if you're a same sex couple raising a family, they 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 are doing a better job right now than, than the men and women because <laughs> because they understand the importance of it because they understand how the light shining upon them and we can oh, we can start learning from them you know oh, we can up here and saying churches and all this you know you can't be this way you can't be that way God created you He don't make mistakes. <laughs> He does not make mistakes. If there's never been a mistake, he he don't make mistakes. So so the point is, we have got to start worrying about who God, who we are, and who God created with us. We have start. We have got to deal with our own insecurity. We've got to deal with our own demons. We got to deal with our own spiritual battle. And then when we start fixing ourselves. The tree of love is going to start growing, and we're going to help others and connect from there. God wants us to love each other and accept each other in a just and moral fashion in the way things should be. And and that and when you say moral, you, I'm not saying as as a certain group or society says something morally, but we all know what it what that falls under when you come for love and respect of family and home and and properly teaching your kids as God wants you to be taught. He wants you to question. He wants you to learn. He wants you to be who you are. And I agree with that. And I think that goes back to how we use any words and we articulate them for our, the way we want it to be twisted up. You know, we, we take those words and we twist them up to our agendas and we twist them up to 
the way society is supposed to accept it. And they don't really look at what the big picture is, just like you said, which I completely agree with you. You got to look at those, those families because their backs already against the wall. So they have to, they have to, you know, they're already being judged. Then we go into judgment and then we go into everybody. You know, it's somebody else's fault with everything. Um, You know, if this referee calls a bad call, well, it's the, it's, it's always the referee's fault, not the athlete's fault. Or, you know, if, you know, it's always everything. I mean, everything that we do is somebody else's fault, but that goes back to accountability. Now, how do we make or how do we get these younger parents to be accountable? Because just the other day in Florida, which I was freaking appalled that where in the hell does a 12-year-old and 14-year-old that get in a house that start shooting guns at the police 12 years old? I mean, our society and the way that things are going seems like one big video game. Yeah. You know, the, the, the parents just, it is, <laughs> we got good parents out there. And, and you know, and I, I, there was something I put on Facebook. I think it wasn't really taken out of context, but I, I could see after I went back and kept reading it. We got great parents out there. We got great We have all this going great for us. There's good people out there that are trying. There's groups and stuff. But what I'm personally seeing because I'm not speaking for you and I'm not speaking for everybody else. I'm speaking about what David Humphrey sees on a daily basis. It's, 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 we have failed. It, it, it is rock bottom. We're at the pits of hell. Parents just don't parent. They don't care what their kids are doing. They got guns now at 14 years of age. How they know how to use a gun and, and, and shoot at other people is mind blowing. We have 12 to 14 year olds uh, committing murder throughout the United States on a regular basis. Where the hell, I mean, we were in school, like where in the, just the past 15 years have we failed? Is it just parents that don't, they don't give a crap about the accountability aspect of being a parent? No, we was, we was, we was actually, uh, we was saying to sleep by the government, by the government program, these, these kids, parents to be subjects of of the state. Where they're 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 programmed to know how to, to adjust and live without working, without being productive to their communities, and mm-hmm. and producing offspring that's gonna con, gonna conduct the, what the government wants them to do. This is, and it goes back to the programming from the '60s to where you're at, whether you believe it or not. All this is real. I mean, everything's happening has been well planned forever, and we we was put to sleep as a society. With our air conditioners, our TV shows, and the comforts, and, and we, while this was being happening right out from under us, and then we was we was actually isolated and put in prison for a year. We don't even really realize it. Do you think that that was what I was fixing to ask you? Stimulus checks and COVID nineteen was is that that's the big outs for as far as uh letting government control us in a way. Oh yeah. Well, look what's happening now. Businesses, there's nobody's working. We're It's all happening for a reason. And, and the world as we know it is over. I mean, I mean, we, I we, it, it's equivalent of Rome and, 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 the, and what's going to happen is who's going to step up and change the next hundred years. What are we going to have in the next hundred years? If we don't stand up and start making the change now, by 2030, it's forever lost. 
and you're gonna see you're gonna see some dark time for the next hundred years. Man, I hate to be that doom and gloom, man, but I, I'm pretty pretty spot on as far as uh, just keeping it real. Man, brother, I don't think we're gonna make it to 2030. Because, and why I say that, if you look at food cost, gas cost, uh, price, just wage, the wage gap in America, how in the hell can America be like the number one industry for beef, right? And yet beef is so high that you cannot afford any of it to where you can now get Gulf Coast fresh fish and it's cheaper than beef in America. I'm blown away by that especially when we have so many uh, American farmers that we're giving our beef to different countries, but we're the ones being punished for it. Gasoline's the same. Now the wage gap is, is unbelievable because it's been brought to light. Do you feel like there could be a change? Do you see that there's something in the for in the next few years that could possibly change to even go to something normal? Because I just don't Sean. I, I I don't I don't I don't look outside the world anymore. I, I I focus on 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 me, family, home, and what I can directly control, like with with Alabama Alliance, these organizations. Because mm-hmm. my faith, anything beyond that, is is completely out of my control now. There's nothing we can do. So so I have to have a stronger personal relationship with God. I've got to spend more time in prayer. I've got to I've got to spend more time being a more positive type of role model, which I fail miserably in a lot of ways. I mean, I'm far from perfect, but I, I, I focus on what we can control right here because mm-hmm. outside there, it, it's over. It's out of our control. And it's going to come a time sooner than later where we're going to be forced to take up arms and defend ourselves. And and as crazy and as as I guess you can say, as bad as that may sound, I really feel like it's coming because – we, we are outnumbered, and, and, and there's nobody there to protect us right now. Hey, uh, I do want to say this, and we're going to mark this down, too. It's going to come, and it's going to be here on American soil, and it's not going to be what you think it's going to be. It's going to be a whole nother made ISIS. It's going to be another name. It's going to be some different terror cell. It's going to be a whole different agenda. But it will happen in the next within the next two years, and I'm going to say that that's that's going to be you know when we everybody says we're going to get fed up and we got to this and that and and well something big's going to happen and I really see that happening in the next two years, and just wait let's wait and see because you'll know by the end of this year, going into next year if if it's going to be pretty if I'm going to be spot on or not because something big is going to happen. And it don't have nothing to do with COVID, the economy. It's just going to be people watching the Americans, people watching how we're floundering, how we've sold out and been programmed and blinded. And people are going to take advantage of it. Different groups are going to take advantage of it because we're not prepared. And going back to taking the time to be spiritual and finding yourself closer to that supreme being, now's the greatest time in the world. You know, the powers to be not only had an agenda for government control, but it made an agenda for us as, as firm believers and people out here doing the right thing and trying to work to help others. 
it basically give us a recharge. You know, it's like giving us another lifeline in a way. And that's the way I've been looking at things the past year. You know, I, I feel like me and you've gotten more done in a year than we've had in maybe five. Yeah. Because we constantly work at something. We're constantly, we're constantly doing something to make people a little bit more aware. Now, whether they take that information and they soak it in and they, you know, research on their own. And, and I'm talking about from every aspect of just living life, you know, every aspect and every show that we do has a lot of life points and a lot of life lessons. And it's up to the listener and the people that follow us to, what do you say? Research on your own, because that's what we want you to do. Yeah. We want you to look on. We want you to research yourself. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, that's it. I, I want here. I don't want to sound radical and crazy when I talk about this, but I am extremely but passionate. I, I am. I mean, I am, I am extremely concerned. I can tell you, you know, from a man from where I was 20 years from now, when I was, I had a lot of friends. I had a lot of money. I had homes and all this. And when I changed, I don't, I mean, I, I mean, I mean, you're a man of few. And, but when you become a man of few, when you end up doing that, you, 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 you're, you're tear torn down to who, who you really should be. And mm -hmm. then sometimes you find out that, you know, maybe people didn't like you because of, of who you are. They stopped you from being who you could be. And I think that we, as a society, we as people, I, I encourage everybody to get out and just get out and drive around town. Take a yes. look. Get out and walk around um, East Chase. Go to the mall. Just get out and walk and look. And then come back home and ask yourself, is what's happening a spiritual battle or not? Is this a war? And I guarantee you, you're seeing a zombie type of people out there. Uh, we're overran by parasites that's completely put to sleep. Yes. Yes. And, and, but here's the thing, though. You, you talk about walking and get fresh, you know, walk and get fresh air and start paying attention. You're right. That separates. That's something that we talked about. Hell, this time last year, how you can see the left from the right. You can see the ones that are asleep, the ones that are awake. You can see good versus evil in real time. It's amazing time to be uh, open and to be aware and to be alive. But don't let the social media, the TV, the programs, uh, you know, all this hold you back. Get out and do it yourself. Now, as far as you being radical and crazy, Sean, is that really radical and crazy the way you think and what you say? Because to me, that's passionate. And I had this conversation Friday morning with somebody. Same conversation about being radical, crazy, the stuff I say. It's not being radical and crazy. It's being passionate about what you're doing. And you know that you're in the right. What we tell you and what we tell and put out is, is for you as a parent and family member, a young person, anybody to pay attention to your kids, pay attention to society, your surroundings, crime, pay attention, wake up. That's not being radical and crazy. That's being passionate about what you're trying to do for somebody else. We're not asking for money. We're not on the corners asking, begging for money. We're not asking, uh, all this support. We're just wanting you to listen to us to pay attention. Please pay attention that our kids are our future. And, and Sean, you 
you deal with it every day. And I cannot express that enough to our people that listen to us of the role that you got because you're dealing with it 24 seven. You're yeah. seeing it from everybody's kids. You're parenting. How many, uh, let's see, 24, you, you parent 60 kids. <laughs> you know, you know it's not your own. Yeah, you know, I'm not, and you know, here's the thing that now I'm far from perfect. I make a lot of mistakes. I cuss. Life you know, that, that, that there's 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 things that that when when we do this, we're not perfect, but we got to realize that this is a. I, I keep saying this is spiritual warfare, but you got to remember. Think about this. Whenever you start to get exact, you start catching your blessings. Start doing these things. That little that little thing comes there and it puts you back in a comfort zone or it sends you back down the sin road or it sends you back here. The devil, you're being attacked on all fronts. And mm-hmm. we have to become spiritually aware of everything surrounding us and what's going on in our lives, physically and spiritually. Well, let's look at that. Let's look, let's look at people. That, right, look, nobody's perfect. I, I'm not. You're not. But we we've taken this show and we've taken the stuff we've done, and, and it's a life lesson. It's hurdles that we face. It's it's going rock bottom. It's ups and downs. You know, it's trials and tribulations. We, we're putting it out there. We're taking our life stories and the stuff that you know we, we've been to the bottom of hell with, and we're giving it to let you know that this does happen. This stuff can happen. These are. And then you, you were talking about how every, you, you talk about where you're at and like uh, having these cars, if, if having cars and boats and all that crap makes you somebody, then you really should look into the mirror because that does not make a person that don't make people happy. And if material stuff is making people happy, we are really doomed because that really, and I see that. I mean, I see it too. You know, I'm speaking from experience. I'm looking. That stuff does not make you happy. What should make you happy is making sure that a 10-year-old girl is not raped in the neighborhood. What should make you happy is a 13-year-old not leaving her family home. That's a good home to be picked up by a predator and then sent overseas to work in the sex trade. You know, that, that's keeping it real. So what we've done is we've taken our life that, you know, that we've had a lot of experiences in life, Sean. And I, and I sat back and started writing like the trips we've taken, the opportunities, talking to different people, being in different groups to talk to people, to network, to doing all this stuff. Those were the life lessons that we were ready to start this journey last year because I know how hard it is now. What I don't get to see that you get to see on a daily basis is our school system, our kids that are growing up, you know, from junior high to high school. You know, you see that on a daily basis. Your kids are in high school. You know, that gives you a better opportunity to really, really network and get out here and talk about the things that are going on, that our kids are going through, that the the trials and tribulations that they go through because sexuality, bullying, trying to fit in, trying to figure out who they are at a younger age now is, is probably hell on a child. And especially got, in junior high school. 
Well, I can tell you, a lot of the kids are, are acutely aware of the of what's happening in today's world, mm-hmm. and they are in a lot in a lot more levels than their parents are, and that gives you a lot lot of hope. But 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 it still doesn't it doesn't give you the groundwork and the foundation that for them to go forward. I think, you know, like mm-hmm. I said many times, I mean, we know where we're at, we know what we have to do, but it, like I said to the earlier day, it all begins at home and all begins or, or your example that you're going to put out in the community when you're with the kids, when you're working with them and, and, and just being there for them, giving them somebody to talk to, giving them an avenue, an avenue of not judgment, but to listen. Mm-hmm. And you know, with that, leaving it at home, I think we want to close the show out tonight with that. And that passage that you just said about just leave, it starts at home. Yeah. It starts at home. Man, brother, as always, a great show, man. Love you. All right. We'll do it again this week. I'm free. Yes. All right, my man. Take Bye. it easy, man.